everyone. Welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all of the dirty details. This week, we'll be talking about LJ Shen's book, The Hunter. But first, let's talk highs and lows from this week. Yeah, how was your week? Okay, so you know I planted a garden for the first time this year. Yeah? And I didn't think it would thrive, but... My cucumbers are out of control. I am up to my ears in cucumbers. You are, because I'm coming home with cucumbers every time I visit. I send you home the cucumber every it's time. It's my parting gift. I also sent one home with our AC guy today, mm. <laughs> which brings me to my low. He was like, the worst tip ever. <laughs> right. My low is that our AC went out again. This is like the fourth time Ooh. in the year we've lived in this house, but it is fixed. I have one less cucumber, so... Net win, I think. How's your week? So I successfully made it through my first all-girl sleepover. That's a big deal. It was a lot. A lot of tears. <laughs> a lot of fingernail painting. Um, but so, I got through it. So we had like multiple meltdowns? Just from my daughter. Oh, just from yeah. yours? The girls were like, we're cool. Yeah. But then and my daughter's kid, like, who was, you know, she just like freaks she's out. Young. She's really She's young. only three. I get it. It was her cousins, too. It wasn't it was like her cousins. kids from school. But they were gosh darn angels. They were amazing. And yours? They cleaned her room without even asking. What? Yes. And my daughter's like, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) She's like training them at three and a half to clean her room. So bad. I was like, "Mm, we need to work on some things. Oh, well. Um, And then the low is I'm working on my son's fifth grade math. So I'm having to relearn fifth grade math. How's that going? (sighs) Well, you know, you have this point where you feel stupid. Right. And you're like, I should know this. So what is fifth grade math? Is that... It's it's like your longer multiplication. It's oh, your gosh. long, you know, long division. It's just things that you don't remember to do because you haven't done it since fifth grade. But school's starting soon, so you're trying to get them all. I'm trying to just get them. I know. Up to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. Let's. Well, I mean. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this week we're talking about the hunter. Mm-hmm. Obviously a romance. Yes. And this one has a high rating on Goodreads. This is a four point two three. It's very high. And it had quite a few reviews. It's one of the reasons we picked it. I know. Yeah. But, whoa. <laughs> this book slapped me in the face. It did. So Page let's, one. Let's go over the main characters. Okay, yeah. So okay. the main male character, his name is Hunter Fitzpatrick. He's 19. He's a Boston billionaire playboy from the fourth richest family in the world. He's just loaded. And then we have... Our female lead, Sailor Brennan, she's 18. Mm-hmm. She's training to be an Olympic archer, Yes, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She's single, and they describe her as kind of a Lily Cole type. So red hair, curly red hair, mm-hmm. pale skin. I think they're both Irish, Yes, which is actually kind of cool because I don't read a lot of books that give a family history like that. I feel like That's they true. had a lot of that in this book, which I did like. That mm-hmm. was interesting. So a quick summary is that Hunter gets caught in a wild and frisky situation, which forces his father to keep a closer eye on him. Which also involves getting goody two-shoes, Sailor, to move in with him and make sure he abides by his father's new rules. No drinking and no sex. Can Sailor resist Hunter's temptations while also trying to make it to the Olympics for archery? Can Hunter follow his dad's new rules in order to keep his inheritance? Let's get into it. So this book caught both of us off guard. Because the first chapter just slams you in the face with an orgy. I mean, there was no treating us like a lady in this book. <laughs> nope. This was just page one, I'm morning naked. after. I'm naked on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> page one is the morning after a five-person orgy. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this orgy was recorded, which leads us to this big sex tape scandal. Yes. 
And the problem is, is that, again, he is a billionaire. High visibility. And who doesn't love this? His dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's understandable. His dad, running the company, mm-hmm. calls him in and is like, Hunter, I'm going to cut you off financially if you don't do two things. Right. And that is stay sober and stay sex free for, for six, six months. months. Yeah. Which for Hunter is, is like the end of the world. Like, how is he ever going to make it? Straight up nightmare. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So the other part of this is his dad tells him, like, you need a chaperone, basically. Right. A babysitter. A babysitter. Mm-hmm. And his dad has handpicked Sailor out to be his babysitter because she is like a no-nonsense gal. Right. And she's also the daughter of, like, Boston's top hitman. Yeah, that's a side plot. Mm-hmm. Where... <laughs> Her dad and brother are, like, in the mob, but... Right. And they're usually hired by the Fitzpatricks when they when they need business to be taken oh care gosh. of. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, so the dad handpicks Sailor out and is like, but, you know, you got to convince her to do this. Right. I have not talked to Sailor. you got to convince Sailor to be your chaperone. That's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So after that, sober and sex-free six months. <laughs> Those are the rules. So, long story short, she eventually agrees to do this, and then they move in together. Yes. Yes. And then their first thing together is really this ball gala that his family has a table at, I think, and he gets her a ticket and maybe her friends a ticket, and they go to this gala. And so before this, she is just kind of disgusted with him. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't like, be. I mean, <laughs> fair. He's it's been he, around the block. Yeah. So before this, she's just kind of like not interested. Mm -hmm. But there is a moment where he does comfort her at this gala. She's a little nervous. Right. She's a little out of her comfort zone. And it kind of turns the page for her a little bit. Like she can for the first time see a level of attractiveness in him. Right. Right. He does not see it yet. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he doesn't see it for a while. No, he's not interested yet, but she's kind of like, oh, like maybe there is some good to him. Maybe. Right? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then next up, I mean, this, they're kind of like just living together in this loft, right? So she had moved in, they're hanging out, hmm, not like bonding a lot, but spending a little bit of time together. Right. And... At one point, they're kind of driving around town together, mm-hmm. and they go into lunch somewhere. And they're having a lunch together, just the two of them, and they're in an Irish pub. At the pub. It's his favorite pub. It's his favorite pub. From his childhood, yes. Yeah, so he takes her there, mm-hmm. and they're just chatting. They're just chatting. And then... A local from the pub is like, dude, you could do better. You're s- <laughs> Like, she's so ugly. I know. She, yeah. He makes a scene. He's this mm-hmm. big guy, and is yelling... Pretty sure he's drunk, yelling right. that she's ugly. Yeah. That she is ugly and he can do better. Mm-hmm. And like, why are you with her? You're, he, it's, it's kind of a weird situation because he's really confessing a lot about how attractive Hunter is and how gross Sailor is. Yeah. And that would devastate me at my age now, but at 18, Ruin you. that would have wrecked me. That's it. Yeah. Your pride is in the grave. I don't know how you How recover. can you recover from that? A, a complete stranger is just like, you ugly. <laughs> and you're not even dating him. You're not dating him. <laughs> but already someone's telling you, like, you're not good enough for him mm-hmm. solely based off of your looks. Right. That's but, a kick in the shins. <laughs> but he gets into a fight. He's a pretty boy. He is not a fighter. No. You know, he's not trying to get his nails dirty. No. You know, so the fact that he fought somebody for her 
it's a big deal. And for a guy who's never really fought, he takes down this 200 pound guy mm-hmm. in the pub. <laughs> he yep. gets he gets a little beat up too. A little bit. But clearly he was the the I mean, winner yeah, of this he's fight. He's 19, yeah. I guess he was 19 and yeah. sober. Mm-hmm. And in good shape. True. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's like shredded. Shred- they're all shredded. They're all just shredded. <laughs> I mean, there's not like, ooh, that dad bod. <laughs> How many 19-year-olds did you encounter when you were 18 who were just like stunning and shredded? A zero. Zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> but I know they're out there, but I just I mean, was I see not them on part TV. of that group. I don't yeah. see them. I didn't see them in my high school. No. But yeah, he fights for her and she kind of nurses him back to health a little bit. And they... It, but it wouldn't have mattered. Like, even if he did that, he I fought... Know. And she nurses, like, I would still be mortified that this stranger was just like, you're ugly. Like, as an 18-year-old, you would hold on to that. I would hold on to it for a long time. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) But then there's, like, a, it kind of turns into some awkward tension between the two of them. They're now, and I think more so Sailor, she's, like, not quite sure how to act around him. Yeah, which would be normal, I think. Yeah, and so... Earlier, we mentioned that she's training to be an Olympic archer, mm-hmm. which is actually a pretty big part of the plot. Um, and because of this, she's struggling with some shoulder pain. She's got some issues with her shoulder that are kind of coming to the forefront. But she keeps fighting through it. Yeah. So she doesn't want to miss any practice. And also because her trainer kind of forces her Her trainer's to, definitely pushing her. For sure. Yeah. But again, they're living in the same loft. So he hears her in pain. Mm-hmm. And ends up, but he hears her in pain. But he's like, I think she's masturbating. I know. So she's like in and the I'm bathroom, like, okay, like curve. she's like moaning mm-hmm. in pain, and he starts to get turned on. He's like, Oh my! He's like, Ooh, what's Let going me. on in there? And he starts to peek in there, hoping to catch something sexy. Mm-hmm. But she is naked, right? True. And she's, she's just like, like nursing her shoulder. Yeah. Ultimately, he takes her to the hospital to get checked out. The doctor mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you got to sit it out. Two weeks. Right. No archery. And then here's the part where I feel like Hunter may have crossed a line. <laughs> and that's because overnight, Hunter texts her Olympic coach and tells him she can't train with you anymore right now. Like, she needs a break. Right. Which, like was not his place it wasn't his place i mean i get like he's out for her best interest but Mm -hmm. an olympic like olympic dreams you can't just talk to their coach and tell their coach that you know best they're yeah they're not dating you know he's not a parent Mm -hmm. you know and he's just like no you can't do it yeah so she wakes up and sees that she's talked or he's talked to her coach she's livid Mm -hmm. and there is this like this scene I actually kind of enjoyed. So she's so angry. She wants to go to practice. She has to go talk to her coach and kind of remedy this issue he's caused between her and her coach by telling him mm-hmm. about her injury. Yeah. So she grabs her bag, her bow and arrow, and goes into the hall. And he's like, no, you have to stay here. And she shoots arrows at him. She does. She gets her bow and arrow out in the hall. And he's like, you're not going to do it. Yeah. And she shoots arrows and pins him to the wall. But he should know that she's probably going to do it. She comes from a family of hitmen. <laughs> I know. He was testing her. Right. He was like, oh, you're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> she did it. Oh, I'm going to do it. Oh, she did it. <laughs> she did it real good. And so it turns from him. Like, I think his shirt is like pinned to the wall behind him. Yes. And then it shifts. 
Yes. Into something steamy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets steamy for the first time. It finally gets steamy. Besides the orgy. Besides the orgy. Besides the orgy. There's like a full sexy hallway make out thing. So things are obviously heating up. Mm-hmm. Right? They've like opened up the floodgate. Right? Yeah, there's no turning back. No. So they like keep kind of fooling around. Mm-hmm. A little bit here and there. A little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. But then she does something that I'm not sure I agree with. The whole haircutting? Mm-hmm. So she cuts her hair. So she has curly red hair and it's yeah. just wild and she doesn't know what to do with it. As a curly girl, yeah. I understand the struggle. But that doesn't mean you should straighten your hair for a guy. She chemically straightens she it. She chemically and cuts straightens it, it. Yeah. And I was just like, no, girl, you just need some gel and a diffuser. I you know. Do- <laughs> I know. Because I imagine her like Merida from Brave, just, right? Oof. Like thick, curly hair. Mm-hmm. And her friends, friends, mm-hmm. convince her to chemically straighten it. Yeah. Oh. Of course he loves it, but he's a guy. It's not about him. Right. I just felt like her hair was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She just didn't know how to manage it. That's She's all. She's 18. She's 18. I just figured it out. <laughs> she just needs an older sister. That's true. Yeah. Who was like, no, your hair is beautiful. You just don't know it yet. Because mm-hmm. me at 18, I also had curly hair. And I was like straightening it in high school. I straightened it all the time. I know. Because you just want to fit in with everybody else. I know. But now that I'm a little older, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I did like, so obviously she comes home, she has her new hair, Mm -hmm. she has even a new outfit, she's got some heels on, she's like really stepped it up. So he comes home and sees her, this like new version of her, and he's like, "Mm, gotta have it. He's all about it. He's all about it. (laughs) And so her friends are still there, but they have this like spider thing where he's like, oh, there's a spider in your bed, and she's like, better go check it out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it turns into this, like, steamy, sexy shower episode, and it's getting hot and heavy. It's getting hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. But she does cut it off. She does, because she starts feeling she, things. She can tell she's, like, in a little bit too deep. Right. Right? She's like, if I keep going, I know I'm going to It's gonna only going to get worse for her. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell he's still not that involved. Right. Right? Because his rule is that he can't drink or have sex. Right. But in his mind, he's like, well, she's living with me. She's not going to tell. So I can just kind of bang her. Right. And if I were her, I would also be like, I still don't understand his intentions. Like, I might be feeling this way. Yeah. But who's to say he feels the same way? Right. Because it could be and kind of is just like a level of convenience for him. It's straight up convenience. It's definitely convenient. At least in the beginning. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. But she's you can tell she's kind of in it mm-hmm. again. She is 18. Any guy who looks her way, she'd be like, oh, are we she'd be married? putty. Yeah. yeah. She'd be total putty. Right. So she stops it, which is really good for her. I mean, I'm very impressed that she had the willpower. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think most people would. No. I mean, me at 18, if I were stuck in a room with him, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be like, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero willpower. <laughs> yeah, so she cuts it off. Yeah. And then after that, they don't really talk for a little bit. They're kind of just going through the motions. He's going to work for his dad still, and he's in school. Also going to school, yeah. And she's training still. So they don't really cross paths for a little bit. But then there's a lunch, Mm -hmm. right, at the Fitzpatrick Castle. 
I love that they call it a castle. It's, it's a not straight up castle. A mansion. It's not a large house. Mm-hmm. It is the Fitzpatrick Castle. castle. Mm-hmm. Loved that. Yeah. And yeah, it's both their families. So it's her dad and brother, and mm-hmm. then it's his dad, mom, brother, brother, sister. sister. Yeah. So it's both families there. Mm-hmm. And obviously his dad is disappointed in him <laughs> from his previous actions. Right. So, and they don't really get along anyways. They just have kind of a contentious relationship. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely tension at the table for this lunch. Right. And then Hunter walks away. Yeah, they get into like a little bit of a, a fight at lunch at the, at the table. Yeah. So Hunter leaves. Mm-hmm. And she follows him. She clearly cares about him and was concerned about right. him. So she goes to try to find him. Right. And this is when he admits to her that his dad is not his dad. Ooh. This not, I didn't see coming. Really? I should have. I don't. Okay. I never see that. I never see any plot twist coming. I never am like watching a movie or reading a book. I felt like that was the only reason... That he would not like him as Where much he was as like he does. so detached from yeah. him. The ride was on the wall. I just like didn't read it. I don't know <laughs> why. I, I don't know. I didn't see it coming. So when he was like, "Yeah, my dad was no. not my biological father," I was like, oh. "Right." Mom had an affair with a model, a super hot model, which obviously is why he is super hot. That's why Gerald's a little salty about it, right? Mm-hmm. So that was like. I mean, he confessed this, made him a little vulnerable. Uh huh. You can tell him opening up to her. Kind of softened her a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it softened him a little bit. It definitely was like a moment that they came together. They definitely came back together. Well, because right after that, um, they banged it out. Yeah, banged it out <laughs> real good. Um, <laughs> they, they so they finally have they finally sex. have sex. Right? Not, not, yeah, not at the castle. They go home <laughs> to their shared loft. Yes, and bang it out. They bang it out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now again, they this bang is, it out so good they oh, break the bed. <laughs> They do break the bed. <laughs> and again, like, she's 18, and I think she's maybe only had one sexual partner in her life. Right. And I'm not I'm not convinced they went all the way. It's a little fuzzy to me now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I think it just wasn't good, so she just kind of glosses over it. But I swear, there was at least one other time. Because I swear, I thought she mentioned that she didn't... I, I thought she was a virgin. Really? Okay. Either, way, either way. Well, maybe the listeners can. Yeah, somebody help us, us out. Yeah. Either way, remember. she's clearly not had a lot of experience. She hasn't. But on their first and sexual now she's, experience. She's going with like the Olympic. I know. <laughs> but things get hot. Things get things really get hot. Things get intense. Mm-hmm. So not so, only was this their first time having. Right. And then he uses the excuse of the broke bed to always sleep in her bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which she's into. She's like, all right. (laughs) But now you can definitely tell he's like catching catching some feelings. For sure. A little bit. Yeah. But again, it's like hard to tell if it's convenience or not still, I think. I still, to me, it still feels like convenience. Like even up until this point, I'm like, it's the only girl that he can do anything with. You know? know. She's all in though. You can tell. Well, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can tell he's never felt anything for a woman before, so I think any type of feeling... He may... hasn't, though, has he? No, so like yeah. I feel like any type of feeling towards her is like big to him, That's prob- and but on the scale, it's still convenience, I would say. That's right? true. I think so. I don't know. I think if I were her, I would always question whether it was convenience or if it was true. Yeah. You know? But at 18, I would question everything anyways. That's true. <laughs> I know. Okay, so here's where it gets, like, spicy. So 
he has two friends come to town. So he has one friend and his fiance come to town. She feels like pretty insecure during well, this trip. But everybody is under the assumption that nothing's going on between them. That's so they true. have They're to play it. into that. They have to hide it because if he gets caught having sex, he loses his, his inheritance. Right. So I think he just goes I know. all the way into that. And he he's straight just up like, ignores her. He ignores her. He doesn't speak to her right. in front of his friends. But, you know, she already has the feels. So she she's feels, just like, really? You can't show me any sort of affection? I know. Super you know? rejected. Especially since his friend and fiance are kind of lovey-dovey. And um, they're all over each other. They're all over <laughs> each other. They go to the movies and they're all over each other. And they're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. She clearly wants to be with him. And he's just dismissing her. Right. So she walks away. Mm-hmm. She starts wandering the halls yeah. of the theater. And she ends up in the backstage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's in the backstage in... He comes to find her. Mm -hmm. He tracks her down, seemingly for one reason. (laughs) It was a little aggressive. I'm not going to say it wasn't because, I mean. It was so aggressive. It was a little aggressive because he tracks her down. Mm -hmm. Literally, in my mind, this is how I envision it. So she's kind of facing away. Mm -hmm. He kind of turns her around and just. Pins her against the wall, right? Well, he just takes her hand and shoves it down his pants. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is just like, no, hey, you feeling okay? You've been wandering for a while. It's like, He's like, I know what you need. (laughs) Here's the remedy. (laughs) And just straight up takes her hand, shoves it down there. Right. And they bang it out again. They bang it out again. Yeah. They bang it out in a public place. In a public place. He comes on her face. I mean, that we can't gloss over because I'm going to say it again. They were in a public place. Uh-huh. So much so, his shoes come all over her face uh-huh. at the same time his friends walk in. Right. And then... <laughs> this is horrifying to me. So, come on the face. <laughs> I can't. I friends mean, walk in. And then he just zips up his pants and he just walks away. He walks. With her on the floor. With away. Come on her face. It looked like she's dripping in cum. Just... <laughs> I mean, like, how do you come back from that? Like, you don't. What you do is she's already on the floor. You just (laughs) dig a small hole for yourself and you die in it. (laughs) There is like no coming back from people, you know, or really any person. There isn't. Seeing you on the floor with cum on your face and your partner walks away from you. Right. Right. And obviously this is the the cum that broke her back. (laughs) Because she was like, yeah, I'm super pissed right now. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. I mean, I would have cried. I mean, this would never happen to me. But, like, I would have cried for, like, years. I just picture myself, like, getting up and then just running. <laughs> and then the cum is just, like, <laughs> streaking it's across like, my face into my hair. From the wind, you're running so fast. It's just tears, Like, car wash. <laughs> Here's my thing is, I can't even imagine the process of standing up off the floor. Like, I couldn't get up. I wouldn't be able to get up. Yeah, you can't brush that off your shoulders. <laughs> it's not like you tripped. Like, no. <laughs> you're alone, covered. You're covered. You're just covered Face in Face is covered. Right. In jizz. And this guy walks away. <laughs> and, and leaves you and there. And leaves you on the floor with jizz on your face. Right. She had every right to be upset. <laughs> I mean... If I had a diary and I was her, I mean, that would just be pages full of tears and notes about sadness and yeah. humiliation. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, she's pissed. She breaks it off with him. But here's my thing, is that, like, 
she's already at like the bottom. Like she is at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. But then she goes after this, not like right after she clearly cleaned up on <laughs> a different day. <laughs> she didn't go right after <laughs> with jizz on her face. It's not right after. It's clearly a different day. Um, jizz free. And what we didn't mention earlier is that, again, she's an Olympic hopeful. Mm-hmm. There's another girl, Lana, who is also an Olympic hopeful. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly a competition throughout the book of who's going to get the Olympic spot for archery. And it's unclear who's the most talented. I think it's pretty even. I think they're both really good. Yeah. Yeah. But you can tell this Lana girl is like... She has more charisma. Definitely more charisma. She's very attractive. Mm -hmm. You know, so she's doing a lot of interviews. She's really selling herself. Where Sailor is just very awkward and, Mm. you know, she's not good at the interviews. And so just from that, she has a leg up. Yeah. And Lana, in the interviews, she's like, oh, I'm not worried about Sailor. I'll take her down. Like She's she's definitely more aggressive and in your face than Sailor is. And the whole time Sailor doesn't say anything, she kind of shuts down Mm -hmm. and you're wondering, like, what happened between those two? Yeah. You can tell there's like a little bit of a history between the two of them. (laughs) And then we find out the history. Well, not yet. (laughs) In a second. Well, because That's first, true, yeah. she goes to her Olympic training center mm-hmm. and she walks into her coach's office and she sees Lana and Hunter in a, a compromising, compromising position. Mm-hmm. This blew my mind. <laughs> I knew it would. <laughs> this blew my mind. I did. Did you see it coming? No. I did not see it When coming. I read it, I was like, oh, no. I think I was like, oh, I like, had a physical gasp. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't I Because she clearly it. is like in love with this guy. She's very in love with him. She's in a battle. She already thinks she's not as good as this other girl. And mm-hmm. to see them together. Yeah. Oh, it's just awful. I felt so bad for her. So she runs out. She does run and out. And he's like running after her shirtless. <laughs> right. And then, of course, she, Lana had called all the paparazzi. Oh. And so everyone is just taking pictures of they, this whole sort of event. And Lana in the back is just like, mm, got him. <laughs> yeah. We don't like her. We don't like her. Mm-hmm. No. So then, I mean, this is like a big one because, again, like you can tell there's a little history between the two of them. But let me just tell you, the history that is revealed... There's no way I would have expected this was the problem. It's absolutely crazy. I think this is, might be the craziest part of the book. Maybe not, because it's so crazy. It's up there. It, I mean... It might be, like, number two as far as the so craziest things. up there. So, like, when they were, like, 11? like yes, seven, seven years, years ago. ago. Right. So they're at some sort of archery camp, right? Which, who knew? But. Yeah. Anyways, so Sailor becomes blindfolded. Like, yeah, all these kids. girls are just like, hey, I wonder if you can do this blindfolded. And so she tries it. Well, then Lana's dog somehow wanders onto the field. Was it that or did they, like, pin the dog up on the oh, board? Oh, I thought the dog wandered on. Oh, my gosh. I then thought it was more girls evil are... than that. I thought it was they were blindfolding each other and it was her turn to be blindfolded. Sailor's turn. And they pinned Lana's dog. Oh, I on didn't the bo- know Maybe that. it wasn't. Maybe that's more dramatic. I really thought the dog wandered on, and then she just, she's 11, Either so she's way. not that good. <laughs> so she, she, like, shoots the dog. Either so she way. kills Lana's dog. <laughs> Which is, and Lana loves this dog because her parents died a few years back. Right. And the so dog is, like, her only friend. It's her only friend and family, And yeah. Sailor accidentally, unintentionally, shoots the dog with an arrow and kills it. <laughs> And then all the kids are like, Lana, she killed your dog. Right. 
It's definitely and like a mean girl situation. It's definitely <laughs> a mean girl. I mean, wow. So Lana, of course, is distraught. I, as a parent, I'm like, where are like the, the people? The supervision? Where is the supervision? Where are the coaches? I imagined it like at night. <laughs> also, where is the supervision? <laughs> They're 11. Like, <laughs> I know. It's so... It doesn't dog, make sense dog to me. dies, like, immediately. Straight up dies. <laughs> Straight up dead. <laughs> and Sailor's distraught, because she, mm-hmm. she takes the blindfold off. She realizes what had happened. Right. She feels intense guilt. Mm-hmm. And I think she runs away. Like, she is just, like, distraught and runs away. But here's the thing. <laughs> Look, Lana, I'm sorry about your dog, truly. That's, like, really sad. Mm-hmm. But Lana picks up an arrow and darts after Sailor. I mean, she's got some rage issues, for sure. Yeah, darts after Sailor with the arrow mm-hmm. and literally tries to stab her with an arrow. But fails. <laughs> Plain self-defense. <laughs> Sailor pushes Lana off. And Lana falls on her own arrow, arrow. for and sure. And it's like nearly kills her. Like, she's in the hospital for a long time with like a busted up inside. Right. <laughs> She stabs herself with an arrow. (laughs) Now, here's where I think that we disagree a little bit. (laughs) To me, I just I just think you killed my dog. There's an arrow in my body and it was all because of you. So my immediate thought is, yeah, like, yeah, I would be pissed at her, too. You know, but granted, at 11, she should be pissed at 18, yeah. I, at this point, I feel like someone should have talked to her and been like, you know what? Maybe you need to let this go. Because, like, when she was, like, on the ground bleeding with the arrow in her body, <laughs> she was like, Sailor, it's my life's mission to ruin your life. I felt like that Which, was like, really deep for an 11-year-old. I also feel like 11 years old, you say that it's fine. But if, like, year after year, the rage is still just Like, as she hot, just has pictures of Sailor on her wall. <laughs> And she kind of does. Yeah. Like, so Sailor wants to be an Olympic archer. So Lana's like, well, I'm going to be a better one. Yeah. I'm going to take all your dreams away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, she makes it her life goal Basically, to ruin it. And she even said, if you ever get a pet, I'm gonna I, will, kill it. I will kill it. And yeah. I'm like, damn. It's really intense. Yeah. She's crazy. She's mm-hmm. lost her mind. I mean, like, I feel for her. She's had a hard life. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I disagreed about was I feel like her anger was legitimate in the beginning. Granted, at at 18, she should have gotten over it by now. I just would think you would have moved on by then and, like, not lived your life to ruin somebody else's. Right. But she lost her parents. She has nothing. I know. So she just put all her energy (laughs) into, like, ruining Sailor's life. (laughs) And she was, like, nearly successful, right? She was pretty close. We find out that she didn't actually sleep with Hunter. She had... Basically, she, like, bribed him or something Mm -hmm. to act like they were you know, sleeping together in order to get that reaction out of Sailor. Right. Because she hates her so much. Mm -hmm. So we do find out that it's because Lana caught him in Jensu's office. You're right. So Hunter, again, doesn't love the coach because of the whole shoulder thing. So he's kind of spying on him. He's wondering, like, what are his intentions? Like, why is he doing this? Yeah. So Lana goes in and catches him and now has it over his head and it's right. like well i'll tell someone if you don't pretend to have sex with me right and he's like oh man <laughs> but <laughs> the oh, drama man. is like hi <laughs> so sailor walks in and she's like oh no yeah and then she runs off obviously humiliated yet again by this oh, man oh my gosh i feel so bad for her i mean right after like, the whole at this point face, i'm like just 
You know what? Throw just cut towel. your ties. Yeah. I mean, there's other men out there. I don't know how you keep going. Mm-mm. And then he chases after her. Right. Photographers. Mm-hmm. But then we, again, we do find out that right. it was staged and yeah. she does know this. Like now she believes that they didn't sleep together. It was just Lana's plan to take her down. But then I think Sailor has a moment where she's like, I can't have this be my life. Like I need to end this with Lana. That sounded like a talking about murder. That's not what I meant. But like she was like, we need to like stop this. Right. Right. But, but what she does is like super dramatic. <laughs> But I think it's right in line with like how 18 and 19 year olds think. I know you're right. You're right. So it's the day of the match. So I think this is a match between again, Olympic archery. Like I don't really know too much about it. So it sounds like Lana and Sailor are going to compete on this day right. for a spot on the Olympic team. Right. It's like the only spot. Right. So it's match day and somehow there's no like officials around or anybody. It's just the two of them. Mm -hmm. And so Sailor goes and confronts Lana and she's like talking to her and she ends up blindfolding herself. Right. Either way, she stands. No, she gives Lana a blindfold and then Sailor stands in front of the. And she's like, try to shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, if you want so to kill me, let's, let's just do it. Like, yeah, because, you know, that's logical. <laughs> right. Like, I shot your dog. You can shoot me tit for tat. <laughs> Seven years later. I mean, she could die, but it's fine. I know. And then Lana's just like, now it's like getting away from me. I think Lana's like, you know what? This is also crazy. But you know what? I'll take it if you just drop out. Yeah. I won't shoot you if you drop out of the match and just let me have this. Right. Because we also find out that Lana wants like a movie deal, but it's contingent on her getting going the Olymp- to the Olympics, the Olympics right? So she really does want this now mm-hmm. for her own career. So she tells her like, yeah, I won't shoot you. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you drop out. But then also Sailor had like wired herself to record this conversation. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. So she ha- she's wired. Mm-hmm. And then she like sends off this recording to the Olympic... Because Lana kind of tells the whole story. Oh, you're right. Because it, it incriminates Jansu, mm, the coach. And Jun, yeah, and, and the coach is like, "No, don't, don't do it." Because you know, his he's got his family to take care of, and he knows that if she sends it in, it's going to ruin his career. You guys, there was a lot of plot lines, and we can't even get to them all because there was so much going on. <laughs> and we on. thought this would be the great book for our first <laughs> our episode. First one. It's so much going on. <laughs> I hope this even makes sense, but basically. She does drop out. She drops out. Which is like the biggest disappointment for me. But I feel like the author kind of pads that by building up the fact that she doesn't seem really into archery anymore. Like she kind of did it as um, an escape from like just having a normal life. Yeah, you're right. You know, but I also feel like you were so close. Like it's it's almost like she was going to be a shoe in kind of like she almost had it. Also just kind of felt like don't have an 18 year old tantrum. Strap your boots on mm-hmm. and go to the like you've been working for this for your whole life. Just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. But she drops out. She drops out. But then because she did mail in that or send the officials. Like I feel like she could have still tried out for the Olympics and sent the tape in. Right. And then she would have had the dream of winning the Olympics or you know possibly. Yeah. And then also 
taking down Lana. I was super upset about that. Right. That's exaggeration. I was bummed, but <laughs> super upset was like she a real was exaggeration. <laughs> I just was like disappointed. Like yeah. you could have gone to the Olympics. You were right there. Because it was a big part of the plot was her going to the Olympics. And I really wanted that for her. Yeah. I like believed in her Olympic dream. Right. I was in it. Mm-hmm. So when she dropped out, she sent the tape in, Lana and the coach were never going to be in the industry again. Like they were just, I mean, it was over for them. It was over. Mm-hmm. And then I think just like another person we don't know got the spot for the Olympics. Basically. <laughs> kind of a letdown for me personally. Yeah. I wanted her to go. So then we have the whole other subplot, which we haven't even talked about, is silly. I know. Guys, or Sylvester. Silly. I don't know how to pronounce it. There are so it. many plots. Yeah. This is a big one. I, okay. I thought it wasn't going to be a big one. Right. I remember. And then this happened. So... There is so he comes from the fourth richest family and they run a company called Royal Pipelines. And so the CEO or COO of the company is this guy named Sylvester, who is basically the right hand man Mm -hmm. throughout the whole book. Hunter's a little suspicious of Silly. Because he hears him in a staircase Mm -hmm. sounding like he's conspiring against the family. Yeah. And the family is just like, no, we trust him. Like, he's our guy. Like, why would we trust (laughs) Hunter. <laughs> because they also don't like Hunter. So they're like, no, we're going to trust this yeah. silly guy. Yeah. So because Hunter was suspicious, like a big book, they ended up wiring his office and his car. And a thing that Hunter and Sailor would do just throughout the book is listen in to because see if they could catch him. Because obviously Sailor has connections because her dad is a hitman. <laughs> So she has a guy that has like all this like spyware yeah, all and, this equipment. and can teach them what to do. And so that's what they do. They basically bug mm-hmm. Silly's office or however you want to pronounce his name. Right. And, um, and listen tra- in. Yeah. So the whole book, they've been kind of listening in to see if they can see what he's been plotting. Mm-hmm. And then one night Hunter listens in and finds out that Silly is planning to kill his his brother. His him. brother. Him and his dad. Right. And it's so he can take over the company. So the, there's like a refinery somewhere that is kind of like shoddy. It, do, it doesn't meet code. And yeah. so he thinks this is a great situation to where he can like devise a plan to kill them. Yeah. To blow so, up the refinery. Yeah. His whole plan is that they'll be going on a tour of the mm-hmm. refinery and blow it up and they'll right. die. Right. And I guess he would get the company Legally, I'm not quite sure how those contracts work, but either way, the we plan is that murder, we so plotted a murder. Either way, Silly's planning to kill them, mm-hmm. and Hunter gets word. And Hunter ends up not going, and so he, once he finds out, he tries to get a hold of his dad and his brother to be like, hey, get out of there. Yeah. He tries to, like, charter a jet again like a billionaire, but before that, he does go over and confront Silly. He does. He confronts him. And then Silly kind of just starts freaking out because he knows, like... This this 19-year-old kid just basically caught on to his whole plan. Yeah. And then he tries to trick him and be like, I'm your dad. Yeah. And I fell for it. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, what? I was like, no. And it wasn't. It wasn't. That was just him, like, grasping for straws. But, right. again, because Sailor has connections, mm-hmm. they had the FBI get him. They did. So the FBI swarmed. They got silly. But still, the father and brother don't know that about the plan to kill them. Right. We so think, yeah. he hops on a charter jet and flies <laughs> to this. What a life. <laughs> hops on the jet to save his dad and brother from this murder. Mm-hmm. And he gets there and like his, they're not answering their phones and he's frantic. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the hotel where they're supposed to be and he bursts through and the dad and brother are just 
sitting there like, oh, you made it. And he's like, he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, we know. Like, yeah. And it turned out to be like a test. So they already knew that this was his plan and they were going to this was a huge test on Hunter to see if he would come through. Yeah. So like he walks in and he's like, oh, they're going to kill you. And he's like, yeah, we know. You're like, yeah, we already know. But like now we love you. Yeah. Because you. You passed the test. You passed the test. And he was like, what? Can you imagine? So part of me is like, no wonder he's like messed up. I mean, (laughs) for sure. His family is horrible to him. Right, right. The anxiety of like knowing your family is going to die and you're you have to save them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) We can trust you now. We can love you. But it's like we're family. I mean, he worked really hard for that. You know what I mean? I know. So but then you could tell he was like, you know what? I don't need this family. I don't need a family who treats me like this. So he walks out. His family ends up apologizing. They do apologize. And it seems like all is good. I mean, right Mm -hmm. after that, they all get home. And the dad's kind of like, I just needed to know. I always mm-hmm. loved you. I don't know. Long story short, yeah, family's good. He starts working for the family. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they do trust him now. Sailor, not going to the Olympics, but she is somehow still doing press. Like throughout this book, she does a lot of press for being an Olympic archery hopeful. Mm-hmm. So she's doing press on the whole Lana coach, probably damage control. Yeah, so she's on air live TV and. I think just the the news lady is kind of asking her, like, oh, do you have a boyfriend or something? And I think she's like, no. But then Hunter walks in. Of course. He walks in and on live TV just has this huge declaration of love. He, like, confesses his love for her for the first time. And she's like, swoon. I'm 18. Love. This is it. You have meeting on the forever. (laughs) And that's... That's basically it. That's basically it. Yeah. So there is an epilogue and it's four or five years later. I know this is a shocker, but they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they're having sex a lot. Yeah. I'm like surprised multiple she, times yeah, a day. She isn't pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like they start their day with that. Right. So mid orgasm. <laughs> I mean, he throws a ring box at her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like coming down. Yeah. And he just like. Pulls it out of the door and tosses it at her. He tosses it at her. (laughs) And it ends up being... Like, I want you to picture that. (laughs) Yeah. Just like... uh, uh. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Yeah, just throws it at her. Hey, I got you something. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what? So she opens it up. It's obviously an engagement ring. It's shaped like a bow. A bow. A bow. And then he tosses another... Another ring box. Tosses another ring box at her. This is now two ring boxes that have been... Just at chucked at her. <laughs> and, and it has his ring. a little arrow on it. And it's, so yeah, it's, it's a bow and arrow. Uh-huh. Archery. <laughs> and that's the end. And then, yeah. That's the, the book. That's the book. This book, man. <sighs> so overall thoughts, Kristen. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start. I mean, <laughs> this book was smutty, like smut, smut, smut. Like it just... I think it was hard to come down just from that initial chapter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just they opened it up in such a crazy way Mm -hmm. that I don't even consider myself to be a prude, but I kind of felt like one when reading it. I don't know. I mean, overall, though, my biggest hang up was the ages. I mean, they're so young and I'm not whenever I read a romance, I want to be attracted to the lead. Right. Right. And I was not attracted to the 19 year old playboy. No. 
And that just wasn't for me. I mean, he wasn't my favorite, but I did like her. I liked her whole Merida from Brave thing. I thought she was pretty strong. And I thought she was a normal 18-year-old with normal 18-year-old feelings. Right. And I did like her. But yeah, overall, I don't know if it was necessarily for me. But I see the appeal. Like, it was hot. It was spicy. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for, like, a almost, like, dirty romance. Right. Like, this one's for you. It's definitely for you. It was hard for me to get past the age. The ages was the big, if, yeah. Just the fact that he was so sexually proficient at 19. I'm like, where do you go from there? You know? And so if if the author had made this character 40, mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but 19, it just sounded so young to me. Know. You know? By no means do I think there's not 19-year-olds that are like like that, that are just like all about the morgies. <laughs> but for me, I was like... I remember me at 19, mm. and I was just awkward as hell. I know. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, it was just like an in-your-face, dirty romance. Very. Which mm-hmm. I think there is a demographic for that, for sure. Well, obviously. I mean, it has a 4.23. It's almost, yeah, a five-star book. And the writing was good. The writing was good. And I mean, obviously, the second half of the book, we, we constantly were like, Oh my god! Oh my god, could there be another plot twist? Because I feel like whenever you read a romance or watch like a Hallmark movie, like... <laughs> You see the twists. Right. Right? I did not see. And there were a lot of them in here. I feel like you could have seen those twists. (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked you didn't see those twists. You've read like so many more romance books. I know. I never see the twists unless they're really, really obvious. But that means that's good writing. You know what what I mean? mean, I did enjoy enjoy the shock factor, I guess is what I'm saying. Because I was getting texts from you. (laughs) Because I read the book first and then Kristen read it. And then I was just getting texts. One after another, like, oh, my God. They started whenever she walked in on Lana and She walked in. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, it didn't happen. And then you sent me another one about Lana and the dog. Yes. <laughs> and then the arrow. That whole backstory was crazy. And then Silly saying uh, Hunter was his kid. Yeah, that one I was like, no way. <laughs> and I was like, read, like, one more page. <laughs> it was like the next sentence. They were like, no. <laughs> I didn't even read the rest of the chapter before I texted. I just texted her immediately. She was like, okay. I was like, just yeah, keep read reading. Two more lines and you'll see that it's not true. But so overall, we get the appeal. We yeah, do. Yeah. But for us, and maybe may, due to our age, like we couldn't get past how young they were and being so sexually proficient. It was impressive. <laughs> but that was our first book, The Hunter, LJ Shen. Yes. It's a series as well. I think it's called The Boston Bells. I think it's a couple book series. Okay, yeah. The brother is older. I don't know. That may be like a little more my speed. That would probably totally be my speed. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely your speed. (laughs) Full smut and a little older is like all you need in a book. That's my sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he's like late 30s, mid to late 30s. So maybe I'll read that one. Yeah, maybe that's your next book. Yeah. But actually, we already have our next book. We do. What's our next book? Our next book is called Kitty Valentine Dates a Billionaire. Yes, this is by Jillian Dodd, and I will read anything by her. I love her. I read, um, she has a whole series called The Keaton Chronicles. Remember when I read that series in like a week? Yes. It was like 12 or 14 books, and I flew through them. Was it the young adult one? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's our next one. Kitty Valentine dates a billionaire. We'd like to thank you for listening to our first podcast. Yeah. Our first episode. Give us a like on Instagram. We'll get better. We'll get better. (laughs) Hang in there with us. This is all new. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.